Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hello once again and welcome back to another episode of Father and Sundays, the unexplainable guide to absolutely nothing. This week, catastrophic, we are talking about extinction. Extinction? I know, and it's episode 66. 66? Oh yeah. Stick around if you want to hear more. Hello, Dad. Hello, Liam. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. Not great, but not too bad. Oh dear, uh, why you, is that? Well, you know, it, it's because I've broken two ribs uh, two weeks ago and they're still giving me a bit of jip. Still broken? Well, I guess they're on the mend, but they're not on the mend as quickly as I'd hoped. So, you know, and bearing in mind, we have a rather important running weekend coming up. I'm a little bit concerned about it, but never I mind. You say I'm a little teapot then. I'm a little teapot, short and stout. Here's my handle, here's, here's my, my spout. Yeah, anyway, so yes, it's been giving me some grief. I've been off work, um, but hopefully, hopefully, fingers crossed, it will start getting better soon. Yeah. You all right, though? You've got no injuries, have you? Um, Not that I know of. No, you're wearing a medal. Yep, it was on my from? desk, so I'm wearing it. It's from last weekend when we did Edinburgh. I know we didn't. No, you didn't. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> we did Colchester Zoo. Uh, 10k. Yes. Did that go well for you? Yes. Good. Thank you for asking. Right. Did it go well else? for you? Yeah. No. <laughs> Thank you for asking. Anything else you want to cover while we're... Um, uh, it's at, at the time of recording, it's International Tea Day. International Tea Day. And we've both got a cup of tea, haven't we? Yep. Oh, that's great. I love tea. Yep. Yep. Great. What, is it one of your favourite letters of the alphabet? I wouldn't say it's one of my favourite letters of the alphabet. Um, I mean, it's no S. But it's my favourite hot beverage. Is S your favourite letter? <laughs> no, not really. Oh. It's no R. <laughs> oh, is R your favourite letter? No, I'm not going to do this. How about D? Uh, D's a good one, because it's the beginning of my, and the end of my name. Ah, oh, and it's also what the word <laughs> starts with. What word? A rude word. Oh, yes, it is, yes. But anyway, then so does C, so. Yeah, oh, all right, yeah. <laughs> I didn't think this was a subject matter today, but anything else you want to cover before we w- move on to extinction? Uh, yes, um, I want to do a little bit of a brief safety announcement that this episode has been recorded when we're expecting a number of parcels and we're the only ones home. Okay. And also there's a cat in the room, so anything could happen. It could indeed. It could indeed. So we've got to listen out for that. So there might be yeah. a, a quick break... And then back into it again. Oh, you know, I stopped my new job. 
Yes, you started a new yeah. job, didn't and it's, you? And it's within a, it's a kind of training role. Yeah. And by a kind of training role, it's a training role. Yeah. Um, where I train people. Yeah. Um, I've been training the cat some tricks. You have been training the cat. Yeah. Ridiculously, yes. He's really good. Well, he's kind of good, well, as long as he's paying attention. Tr- yeah. I mean, he does look a bit bemused some of the time because he's only awake for, say, 25 minutes a day. And when you're that 25 minutes, you're getting him to stand and sit and things like that. He's got, um, he can sit, sit, he consistently sit now. Yeah. Like when you go sit and move your hand up, he's, he's yeah. sometimes he preempts it and already sits. Sometimes he's already sitting anyway. But he now does stand where he stands yeah. up on his hind legs and grabs your hand. And and today we were learning down where he lays down. Well, see, he's evolving then, isn't he? He's uh, and bearing in mind we're talking about extinction today. It, he he as a species is thinking if I'm going to keep getting those treats, just the one species. He is one species. Well, he's one of his species. Just getting they're getting those treats. If I do these different things, then. Hello. Some, someone's just arrived home. Who's that? I don't know. We'll just carry on anyway. <laughs> See if okay, they appear. Then. Right. Um, I think I know who that's going to be. I think I know who it is as well. Yes. So extinction. The definition of extinction. The fact or process of a species, family or other group of animals or plants becoming extinct. So does that make sense to you? Yeah. It links quite well with a vault of evolution mm-hmm. as well and the fact that you've got the survival of the fittest and things will go extinct if they can't survive yeah um yeah so yeah that makes sense to me it does make sense to you yeah well did i didn't realize right i, I must admit i was quite ignorant to this and um i thought to myself that there was one big extinction you know we're not specifically going to talk about dinosaurs you, like mass extinction mass extinction Right. Um, I thought like the Ice Age. I thought, no, no, sorry. And that's where it sort of start, starts to mess up is I had this uh, idea that the asteroid hit the Earth, the dinosaurs were wiped you out. You had the idea. Them. No, I didn't have the idea. Oh. It wasn't my fault. But, you know, Someone that was in my memory. This is what happened, right? But I didn't know too much about it. But when I started looking into it, there's a number of times that, it's pretty much wiped out most of the uh, life on Earth. Yeah, we're probably uh, due another mass extinction, aren't we? Yeah, we probably are, but not not before the end of Imminently. this podcast. <laughs> Disappointingly. We're due another ice age, aren't we? Uh, well, they talked about that as well, didn't they? But I, I just... You've got... I'm Actually, read no, these another out. ice age is just coming out. It's the... Oh, it's, it's a new ice age film It's the coming. one with the two... They go back down to the dinosaur. Hi, Becky! Becky's ah, coming. I knew it was her. I didn't realise that. <laughs> She's realised we're recording. She's backing slowly She's back backing down the off. stairs. Back off. Um, we'll talk to you in about 10 minutes. Right. So basically, and I'm not going to go into massive detail of this, but I didn't realise like the Ordovician extinction around 400... Ordov- the same, do you want it said the same way? Yes, please. Ordovician uh, extinction around 445 million years ago. Most of the ca- most of the casualties were marine in vertebrates. Are you okay? I know it's a brachiopods, trilobites, and corals. Movement caused by the movement of supercontinent Gondwana 
causing sea levels to rise and fall dramatically. Right. So we've mm, talked, you know, similar to. Yeah. Then you've got the late uh, Devonian extinction around 370 million years ago. Devonian, is that because it was in Devon? It could, could be. Again, marine invertebrates who seem to get clobbered each time in these ones and corals were nearly wiped out in that particular one um, with the spread of plant life on land at a rate that caused changes in the environment right so then you get on to and I think this is the largest extinction in the history of earth which is the Permian Triassic extinction 252 million years ago killed off so much life on earth that is known as the great dying 95% Is that what they referred to it at the time as well? Not at the time, no. I don't think they referred to it. They just referred to it as, oh, what? Half. 95% of marine species, right? <laughs> they said, why lay them? Why lay them? While they tried running away from it. 95% of marine species and 70% of land-dwelling vertebrates were destroyed. 95% of marine species. That's like 5% of 100%. It is, isn't it? <laughs> of so wiping close. out everything. And so if they just had 5% more, then it would be everything. I know. It? I mean, that's, that's, that's really, really quite frightening. You know, we talk about, and we're going to talk about the extinction of particular animals and that and, and the way it's affected, dependent on... These are these are actual sort of seismic events. These aren't man-made events. These are all before Oh, yeah, because there could be a mass extinction that's man-made. Of, of particular, not a mass extinction, perhaps, but certainly uh, on a know. reasonable scale. I don't know. Um, then, if that weren't bad enough, that was asteroid impacts, volcanoes, and climate change. Then you had the Triassic-Jurassic extinction, um, 201 million years ago. A third of marine species vanished, as did most large amphibians. Also, many species related to crocodiles and dinosaurs. So I guess that's the sort of stuff when you're at school, that's what you're starting to learn about, because it's the biggest thing is around this is dinosaurs, and you always think of dinosaurs when you think of extinction, and you, you know, as a kid, yeah. most kids are fascinated at one point in their lives with it. And then the last one... Some don't grow out of it. Yes, yeah, some don't. Cretaceous... Arc, by the way. Paleogene extinction. 65 million years ago... Dinosaurs, pterosaurs, early mammals, amphibians, birds, reptiles and insects. Many marine reptiles also wiped out. Scientists estimated that 75% of species living at that time were wiped out. I mean, that's mad. That's mad when you think of that sort of thing. But then when you look at it and it says in the last 50 years, the Earth has lost 68% of wildlife... 85% of wetlands because of us. Mm. So it's a different kind of thing. Can you smell toast? I can smell toast. Yeah. Becky's coming. She's starting to get really she's hungry. She's definitely again. making snacks. She's definitely just coming. Like she normally she doesn't even does. Live here. She doesn't live here. She just comes around here and makes food. <laughs> and then sits I heard her go to the cupboard. It sounds like gown. she was getting crisps at the cupboard. Yeah, she's going to be gutted because her dressing gown's up here in the bathroom. And she always likes to pop that on when she comes around like yeah. some sort of bizarre smoking jacket. <laughs> Um, There's more people due to come round, so oh, it's, it we could be mad. This we've got the door open because of the uh, parcels being delivered. Well, although we have someone here now that can pick them up, so that's not so bad. Um, just a, another thing, right? 
In the last 22 years, a total of 17 animal species extinct, most of them in the US, but in the last 22 years, so in your lifetime, 17 more animal species, at least really, yeah. have gone into extinction. Well, yeah, there's going to be some that you're not aware of because you're going to be there's, there are some species of animal on this planet that you are not aware of. Well, yeah, quite. They often find new species of fish. Oh, they do, they do. And, and obviously there is still the potential for new species to be, uh, or new um, subspecies to be yeah. identified. Aquatic is, is a lot more likely that you will find an aquatic animal that hasn't been discovered yet. Um, though there is still the potential of land animals to discovered oh right I wonder where that was going that, that seemed to taper off that last thing well you talk about that recently extinct animals the western black rhino in 2006 yep the Pyrenean ibex in 2000 uh, a bargy or beigey dolphin in 2000 not a just one all of them well that's by, how, how well, the last ended, one yeah. yeah 2017 the white rhino, rhino in 2018 the Spix macaw, 2019, and a splendid poison frog in 2020. So, luckily, the fantastic poison frog wasn't. No, it was all right. Just the splendid. How about it's working. Tasmanian tiger. That was one that went. That well, went well, a little while back. That did go a little while back. Probably uh, pre-pandemic. Something. No, something in my mind. It, it's I've in seen black photos. And white photos. You've seen photos of it. So, well, that could be a long, long while ago, couldn't it? So. But it basically, um, in recent history, yes, that has been one that, that's yeah. disappeared. But it's just... Uh, Although there was a, a thing that it potentially there might be some just that people haven't found. Well... This always crops up. This oh, al- actually. This always crops up that there could be. Because there's, there's, this, there's this idea, and there's another subject matter coming up next week, which covers a little bit of this and goes into this sort of area. But there's... We, we talked once before about species and, and saying that surely we've explored every part of Earth. Now, you've made the point about the oceans because obviously there's parts of the oceans, there's, there's a huge percentage of the ocean we haven't We've explored, explored more of the moon than the ocean, Exactly. We? I think that's what you said last time. And But there are still places on Earth. It, it's, it seems... That that isn't the case, but there are still very remote places that are hardly seen. So you 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 know, and there are animals that they know exist. That and I'm not going to go onto this because this goes into another territory. Yeah, 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 yeah But yeah, they, yeah, yeah. something like the snow leopard, uh, snow leopard, and you just didn't see them. They exist. They knew they were there, but you just didn't. Do you see know why? Them. Why? Because they're white. Do you know what snow. Kind of snow well, they're is? up in the mountains a lot of the time, so yeah, it's do you not know always. Snow yeah, snow's is. white. Yeah, snow's white. Okay, there you go. All right, so that's that's it then, is it? Yep. Have okay. you ever tried to find the cat in a dark room? He's black. And when he shuts his eyes, it's almost impossible to see yeah, him anyway. Yeah, he looks at like dead pixels when he stands in front of the TV. Oh, nice. Yeah. How animals work. Number 17. The badger. A distant cousin of the zebra, or zebra, these carnivorous nocturnal terrors roam the streets looking for prey. Like a short-legged, ground-sniffing goth, the badger comes in three types. Male, female and child. And live in burrows in the ground, called holes. So, Dad, very important question. What's your favourite dinosaur? 
What's my favourite dinosaur? Yeah. Oh, um, ew. I don't know where I went on it. I don't know. Don't worry. If you can't think of one, just try and distract from that and just shout, way lame. Way lame. Way lame. Um, I think I quite like the Velociraptors. Um, is that because of Jurassic Park? It is. I'll be perfectly it's honest. Because before the original Jurassic Park film. Cat's licking his bum. The first one. Um, just trying to get the taste of those treats. Um, <laughs> wow. Uh, Back the, for seconds. <laughs> the, before Jurassic Park, I didn't know that Velociraptors existed ever. Yeah, they were ridiculous. They were more of a, weren't they more of a recent discovery prior to Jurassic Well, I think Park? they were more recent discovery, but also, yeah, let's be, I mean, it wasn't me just being ignorant. People knew of, you know, Trianosaurus Rex was the one. You didn't ever think that a smaller uh, dinosaur would be the one. Let's face it, in those films, the T-Rex ends up being the hero, a spoiler alert, in most of them. Yep. But in, uh, and they, they's all right in more recent films, but I hadn't even heard of them. I'd heard of Stegos- the Stegosaurus and, and I've heard of like a Brachiosaurus and things like that. Uh, and I'm trying to think of uh, other things. Diplodocus. 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 Tyrannodon. Yeah, things like that. So you'd you'd hear of these Iguanodon. particular... Iguanodon, that's the one probably I'd, I'd have heard of. A parasaur. So what's your favourite dinosaur? I quite like iguanodons. You like that's iguanodon. because I really quite like iguanodons. the film Iguanodon because I really quite like um, the film Dinosaur, and also Carnotauruses are the ones that are terrifying in Dinosaur. I oh, don't they call them Carnotauruses because they eat meat. Carnotaur. That's not a real dinosaur, is it? Yeah, Carnotaurus. Yeah. Is it a real one or is it just something to throw no, in there? it's a real dinosaur. Oh, right, okay. It's like a smaller version of a T-Rex. There are absolutely, like, there's thousands. There's loads of... When you see a Tyrannosaurus Rex, there's lots of similar-looking dinosaurs to that. Yeah. Okay. There's only one Tyrannosaurus Rex. But, well, actually, I mean, more than one, but... But that's what people think. That And, I, you know, if you talk about uh, extinctions... Ankylosaurus. A what? Ankylosaurus. Ankylosaurus. Yeah, do you remember Jurassic World? Do you remember when they roll into that back bit just before the um, Indominus Rex appears and there's those those groups of dinosaurs with the big kind of bolder tails? Oh, right, yeah, The yeah. ones that whack things. Yeah. Yeah. That's what they're called, Ankylosaurus, yeah. All right, okay. Well, dinosaurs obviously... Compete. Oh, for God's sake, will you shut up? They're the little ones, aren't yeah. they? Right, that's it, right? No more. You're not allowed to say any more. Every time you say another dinosaur name, you have to put five pound in a like jar a baryonyx. for me. Right, that's five pound. <laughs> right? um, obviously... Spinosaurus. Right. Carry on, stop. I've stopped. I've stopped. Ten I've stopped now. I've got ten quid now already. Right, <laughs> so... Um, we think of those on a mass extinction sort of basis, but obviously there's lots of animals. We just covered a few of them in a previous section that have been more recently extinct. And the reason they've become extinct is mainly because of what we've done. There has, has been a certain amount of climate change in that um, that's happened probably because of us as well. But there are there's natural, a certain reasons. natural climate, there are climate natural change reasons as well. Why. Excuse me. <coughs> You're um, excused. But... So I'm going to go through a few so we can discuss them, right? And we, we can sort of work our, our way through those. So one that I think you would be particularly 
interested in because you've got quite a, uh, an affection for uh, elephants. So I'm going to talk about the woolly mammoth. Now, or mammoths primogenius, as they, as I like to call them normally when I talk you, about them. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Um, right. Is that what you talk to them down at work? When, you talk when about I them? talk about them at work, when we often have talks about extinct animals and, and the ice age, yeah. So the, the woolly mammoth, right? Now, um, the stuff I've read, the stuff I've watched about them. An ancestor of the elephant, modern elephant. Ancestor of the modern, modern elephant, but more closely related, even though they're huge in size, because that's the, that's the thing about a lot of these animals at that time. They were absolutely gigantic. Um, it's actually the Asian elephant that it's related to, as opposed to the African elephant, which is the biggest one that we've got in there. And then the African elephant comes from the Asian elephant. Does it really? Well, that's that's what I would suggest, wouldn't it? What? So the mammoth is closely a close relative to the Asian elephant. Well, if, if, I guess if they've both look, so if they've got a common ancestor, so an Asian elephant and an and a African elephant will have a common ancestor, yeah. Mm. So maybe their common ancestor they have so essentially Asian elephant have one less common ancestor to a, a woolly mammoth than an African elephant. So it means that if you were to draw it, it'd be slightly more skewed towards an Asian elephant. But right. Asian elephant and African elephants are within the same family. Right. Same as rhinoceroses, really, as well, to be fair. But um, that goes... But you've also got pygmy elephants. You have indeed, yes. You've actually got, as well, I didn't realise, they are... Can we get a pygmy elephant? Almost classes like giant tusked elephants that are uh, uh, within the African elephants. There are spe- a particular oh, subspecies. Yeah. <coughs> excuse me. And, You're excused. And I actually was watching something about elephants the other day, or watching something about um, Africa and the savannah, and they were hunting for these, hunting as in to photograph these these elephants, and they finally came across them, and they're incredible the, yeah. the tusks reach down to the floor. They almost look mammoth-like in the actual bulk of them because they're very big elephants. And also the fact that their tusks reach down like yeah, I most think mammoths when we're saying, And if you look at mammoth tusks... When we're saying African elephant, Africa is such a huge place. There's, there's a number of different species of elephant mm. within Africa. Um, but then there's all... The, the, like we've discussed this before, but locally there's been many, many years ago within... South End, mm. obviously many years ago, there would have been, which has now gone extinct, the straight tusked elephant. Bonkers, isn't it, to think that? Because they found I tusks. mean, I, I want you to think about this, as it is as a landmass, as it is now, we've had other animals that are no longer um, uh, around, like bears and wolves and things like that. They're talking about reintroducing wolves. But to think of more exotic, as we'd see them, more exotic animals. That just does, seems bizarre, doesn't it? Oh, he's just exploded. Um, the thing is, as well, it's one of the best studied ones because they've actually found, because uh, they've found specimens in places like Siberia, which have been not fossils, but actually sort of a skin and hair. Yeah, like um, fur or whatever like when you like freeze the uh, leftover lasagna. Yeah, so they've dug up and uh, they wasn't sure at the start when they dug it up because someone hadn't bothered putting a label or written on top of that. Yeah. 
what it was. And so when it you was, had to, so it was put in the freezer. So I had to open it up and sniff it, right, yeah. to say, does that smell like bolognese? Does that smell like a mammoth? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, yeah so it's a big bugbear of mine. And probably me that does it most of the time as well. But So... Um, well, when but you put that, mammoths in the freezer. When I put, yeah, we haven't got a lot of room in our freezer, to be honest. Um, when, but they were really a victim of uh, one one thing about a lot of these things is the bulk of them. So they're, they're huge animals. So they have to, they have to um, eat a huge amount of food all the time. But they also, the temperature, the climate changes were a big impact on them. But also we were about then as well not mm-hmm. me and you but uh, our predecessors and so they were hunted as well I've got quite a bit of reckon I descend from woolly mammoths uh, you may well have yeah yeah um, so we had a part to play in their downfall but I think probably and this is not a scientific study of it no but way. it was more uh, a climate problem for them than it was anything well, else well you think about it you were in a big coat yeah and they can't just slip it off and so it's getting a bit Maybe that's what elephants are. Perhaps they are. They're mammoths without their coats on. Well, they are mammoths without their coats on, let's face it. <laughs> right, moving on. Right, And this is something that is not extinct, right? But in my lifetime has always been up there at the top of the list of animals that are likely to become extinct. Um, more recently, the population seems to have been on the rise, but that's the giant panda. Right. I didn't know. Not the little panda. No, the giant one. We're talking about the really big ones. <laughs> yeah. Um, 40 foot tall. No. Uh, they're no longer critically endangered, are they? They're no longer because of the work that they've done with them as well. There's, there's an awful lot of work that uh, us as humans have done with them to... Uh, the Chinese. Well, it is mainly the Chinese, to be honest with them. Yeah, that have, have tried to... Uh, reinstate the population try to increase the population by um, uh, making sure that they have reserves that they are able to live in wide expanses you know that's always the biggest problem these days and panda nurseries yeah have you ever watched those videos I have watched those videos there there always seems to be a panda falling over they they always fall over did you know they used to eat meat There, there was a change in their because one of the things that's always been yeah. the problem... Veganism is what, was on the rise. <clears throat> you reckon that's what it was, yeah. right? Well, basically, the reason I thought that they would struggle so much, giant panda, is one, because they've got such a unique uh, diet where they only eat bamboo, right? So, you know, it, yeah, that's going to cause a problem if you've got one singular thing you eat. And also, uh, their reproduction is unbelievably ridiculous as well they're like they ovulate for about mm-hmm. the females ovulate for about 45 seconds every 400 years so it might that might not be I accurate. don't think that's completely right. accurate yeah um, so I thought that's why it happened right and um, but it's it's more complex than that and it and it's and actually it's shown that with the right environments with with giving them some other sort of uh, care and attention, that population has has, uh, increased. Um, One thing I would say, and this is a slight aside, right? I read, 
And this is where you've got to be very careful when you're starting to uh, investigate these things. And I've come a cropper on this once before or numerous times before. It is incredibly difficult to sex a baby panda because it's not obvious at birth, right? And I thought, right, okay, that's fine. I went on to read, and this was actually legitimately on there, right? All pandas are born female, right? Right. Males are only created if a panda receives a fright in its first 48 hours of life, right? This is why some zoos employ panda spookers. <laughs> <laughs> right? I actually... That was put in as That's a not passage. Real, is it? it can't be real, can it? I'd love it to be real. So basically, all pandas in the air, and if you want particular male ones, you go up to them and go, <laughs> and they suddenly <laughs> go, no, and it pops out. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. So they, you know, that's an actual job. Pan, Willy yeah. <laughs> but that's, I guess, uh, something in my lifetime that that has been a success story because it looked very much like. Had it been a success story though? Because wasn't there a pretty much a thing of going right? We either save this insect that no one really knows about, or we save the giant panda. Well, there was always an argument to say if it's something's fluffy and cuddly and looks cute. Gonna save then them. people are going to save them ahead of things that they think, well... It's their face of the WWF. <coughs> well, it is. The World Wrestling, World Wrestling Foundation. Yeah, Why that got in, they got involved in that, I don't know. But yeah. one of the biggest sponsors. But it's that, and it's cute and fluffy. People don't notice the insects, but what does the insect do? It pollinates everything. It keeps the world running. And arguably, and we've talked about this before, arguably the giant panda is a victim of its own downfall. You know... Uh, a large proportion of it is to do with the reproduction. Now, if that's because its environment has changed and that's because of us, then that's one thing. But it, it seems like it's a bit of hit and miss. I know in captivity it's always a problem, but then, and that is to do with us, but, you know, I'm not sure it's 100% our, our issue that the pandas were on the wane. Um, have we got time for yeah, a go couple more? Um, the ti- tigers in general, right? So there's a number of species of tigers, are beautiful animals. I absolutely adore tigers. Incredible. Um, like cats, but bigger. Oh, they, they are. are like cats, but bigger, yeah. Um, Just for you've got the Caspian, Barley and Javan tiger already extinct. Right? They've all, and, they, and I don't know the sort of timescales of that. I've got a feeling the Javan tiger wasn't that uh, long ago. Um, but they're extinct now. You've still got uh, about eight different species, Bengal, Siberian, Sumatran. But anyway, global wild tiger population uh, around about the three to 4,000 mature individuals. They're in isolated pockets, so India has the highest number of tigers. But again, they are... Habitat has been taken away from them. Mm. They've then, especially in India, this is the case, then they've started to, because their, their, their habitat has been encroached, they, 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 they have quite a big sort of area that they have as their uh, hunting area. And so that starts to come into villages. That starts to come into where things have been built up. So then there's more and more tiger-human encounters, which never go well. More than likely for the tiger who gets killed. Um, so again, it's you watch Jungle Book too. I love your. I love the way you, you bring in. 
You know, I mean, it's probably more accurate than some of the stuff I read off the internet. But you, know, you like to bring in stuff from popular culture. Yeah, to, Jungle Book 2, because yeah. I brought up Jurassic Park. Electric well, Boogaloo. Yeah. Uh, Jungle Book 2, they all live in a, um, a little village, didn't they? That Mowgli's moved into. And like, some of the animals come into the village, like Baloo, because he wants to see Mowgli. Mm. And uh, yeah, and it gets very, they get very angry about these animals coming to the village. Oh, right. okay. Maybe I've got an idea. Yeah. 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 I've got an idea that because I think a lot of the problem is the fact that human population just increases and spreads and spreads and spreads. Maybe we should restrict all humans to just one continent. All humans to just one continent. Yep. What one? Um. <sighs> There's quite a lot of humans in Europe, isn't there? There's a lot of space in America. Yeah, but what about the wildlife in America? Yeah, I'm trying to think about all the wildlife in uh, in Europe as well. Well, that's that's just the problem, isn't it? It doesn't matter where you go. Why don't we move everyone to Europe, but move all the animals from Europe onto the UK, and they can all live in the UK? Oh, right, so the the UK is one big Yeah, so we move out of here, and then... Not that big... But yeah, all the animals from across Europe. That's a great idea. Yeah. I think you, I think you should go with that. I think you should definitely do that. Right. Have we got much more time to go? Uh, we haven't, but go ahead. All right. <laughs> I, I'm just going to then, I'll just cover a couple more things. Because I got distracted. <laughs> you got distracted. Um, uh, one that I had, giant ground sloth, 12 foot tall, South American, herbivore, small groups of them used to roam around. But again, climate change and human hunting. It was 12 foot tall, did you say? 12 foot tall. It's massive, isn't it? That is huge. And that was the thing, to be honest. A lot of species have died out because at the time they needed to be huge. They needed to have bulk to them. But as soon as climate change, as soon as something in that environment changed, um, then suddenly being that big was a real problem for them. Yeah, it's probably we worry about rugby players. Yeah. So yeah. perhaps you should uh, take all the rugby players and put them in <laughs> Ireland, right? All on Isle of Wight. Yeah, Isle of Wight. All on a Wight. And then all the trees would grow bigger because... Because they'd need to, because they can reach up and take yeah. them. Yeah. Okay. So that's a really good idea. Thank you. <laughs> okay, and, and the other one that I've got down here, well, I've got a few down here that I haven't talked about, but one that um, we haven't talked about and is one of the things that people, even the expression dead as a, is the dodo, right? But I won't say a great deal about it here because I've written a song about it. Oh, well, let's listen to the song then. Okay, go for it. <laughs> So tiny, we can fly, but we're strong and we're 
precocious And a little bit precocious Stick around and I might just tell you why One day it rained And some lads from Spain Their ship sunk and they swam up to the shore It was a Monday They were quite hungry And sought some meat on which they could just gnaw And our wings are oh so tiny, we can't fly But we're strong and we're ferocious And a little bit precocious Stick around and I might just tell you why Our meat's just fat and gristle Our bums are pretty big It's not the men that will kill us It's the rats and pigs And our home is in Mauritius And our wings are oh so tiny We can't fly But we're strong and we're ferocious And a little bit precocious Stick around and I might just tell you why We're not all that delicious And our home is in Mauritius And our wings are oh so tiny We can't fly But we're strong and we're ferocious And a little bit precocious Say we're stupid, is that what you think? If you dig a little deeper you will see. Do 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 Woohoo! Onwards with a game. Oh another low voice. Yep. Yes, Thank you why? for acknowledging why? this one. Why are you doing low voices at the beginning of these things? Are you just mad at my many talents? At your many talents, right. Okay. Um, so. So. So we've got a game this we time. We come to this point in the podcast <coughs> yes. where we must play a game. We must play a game. To well, it's keep not, ourselves entertained. It's not really a game because uh, uh, in a certain respect, it's well, one I've of these... I've played the game time sting, Dad. Yeah, but so it, it has it's to be that to section. But basically... Uh, I thought what we try and do is, you know, there's there's been animals that have become extinct over those many many years we've talked about. As we've rediscovered. Um, which ones of those would you particularly like to bring back? Um, and also, are there any animals that still exist that we really could do without because we don't like them much? So, I mean, that's not very PC, but never mind. This isn't really about that, is it? So, why don't you play? my sting for this oh do you remember them I wish they were still around oh I don't like them I'm glad they're gone oh just imagine if you had one of them I wish they could be wiped off the face of the earth I 
played your Sting for this, and what a lovely Sting it was. Thank you. I know you always love them, don't you? Yeah, I love them very much. Right. So I'm going to have them played at my <coughs> wedding. Are you? Yeah, all Excellent. of them. All of them, <laughs> one after another. Yeah, it's going to be a long wedding, isn't it? It is, yeah. I'm starting to think for all, all the of the episodes are going to be played as well. Wow. God. So that's going to be Dude, over not be married 66 for long, are you? Episodes, 66 hour <laughs> Yeah, that's going to last longer than your marriage if you actually sit there and play them during your wedding. Um, okay. Yeah, because you kept getting confused that we're in room 50 episodes. That meant that was the same as like almost your age. Uh, yeah, I said it was our 50th anniversary. It was the anniversary of our 50th episode. That's what my what I was point I was trying to make. And of, of course you jumped on it like someone jumping on something. <laughs> right, anyway, I'm going to pitch for this particular animal stroke beast when you say pitch is it going to be like Dragon Den style or uh, am I so going to decide whether I want <coughs> to kill this in. animal or, no. or bring them back bring them back yeah. oh, oh sorry hello. I kicked wow. the table so I'm going to start with this one and it's called Gigantopithecus oh I know the Gigantopithecus right he's in the jungle book he is well the recent uh uh, as we as we used to talk about it when you were younger, at Jungle Book Real, which means that there's someone in it live rather action. than live action one. Right? They are in the most recent one. Uh, King from Peter Pan Real, by the way. King Louis, or when he goes to, you know... I know a lot about Jagampificus, by the way. <clears throat> right. So, you know it's a giant orangutan. Orangutan-like creature. Like creature. 9.8 feet tall. Yep. So not as big as the ground sloth. Uh, no, no, but an absolutely huge... He was bigger than that in Jungle Book, real though. It's a lovely animal, right? Beautiful. I mean, anybody that sees... I love orangutans. I make no secret of the fact that they're my favourite animal. And this is just a massive... Oh, there's someone at the door. It's, the door. it's just... Oh, oh is. thank you very much for letting us know that, just in case we didn't hear the bashing down of the door. Someone's answered the door, it's fine. Oh, it's fine, that's great, we're going to kick on. This is just... Oh, no, thank Becky you. Delivery. <laughs> thank you, Becky. <laughs> so anyway, um, Orangutan's favourite, our favourite, my favourite Stop talking to both of us. Right. <laughs> so, if you've got a favourite animal... If it's beautiful, if it's gentle, if it's uh, intelligent, if it's it's just in, it's an incredible p- uh, thing to be with. I mean, the time I spent as a keeper at one of the zoos, I know zoo, 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 blah, 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 but was one of the most. The time you incre- spent, just to clarify, you did a keeper for the <coughs> day experience, and part of it was with you make the it sound like you, you you used to be a zookeeper. I wish I did. I, I'm skilled in it. Anyway, was one of the most incredible times of my life. These, these are incredible animals. Um, and to have one that's 9.8 feet tall, it's just even... It's bigger, it's better, it's gentler. Everything looks better, bigger anyway, doesn't it? As long so, as you don't watch Jungle Book. Yeah, but that... Yeah, it's a film. That's not real. But these things existed, you know. These yeah. things were actually... They, I mean, imagine that. We always... You know, you look in films and with King Kong and the giant gorillas and all the rest of it. No one ever thought... Because it wouldn't be quite the same with a giant orangutan as well. Because yeah. they're just lovely. Do you know why they... Um, do you know why they used a Gigantopithecus in the uh, Jungle Book film? Why? So, when they were doing the, jug, uh, the Jungle Book film, I think in the original Jungle Book, King Louis wasn't a thing like the actual book. 
No, probably in the. I uh, think he got added for the animated. Rudyard Kipling, Jungle Book. I don't know. Um, J.K. Rowling. No. <laughs> um, but anyway, I think I think he got added. But anyway, he was in the animated version, wasn't he, King yeah. Louis? But he was an orangutan. Mm. Um, although he didn't have many, he didn't have big flanges, which suggests he was a female orangutan. Whatever. Um, he there was an orangutan in in the Jungle Book, but as we know, orangutan in Jungle Book is set in India. Yep. And orangutans don't come from India. No. So they had the bit this thing they wanted to keep it kind of as realistic as possible to an extent, but apart from the fact that it's a huge Gigantopithecus. Um, even but it's bigger. even bigger than yeah. Gigantopithecus. There's like monkeys on there that look be. like fleas. Yeah. Um, but anyway, everything in that film was a bit bigger anyway. But they picked the Gigantopithecus because it would be thought to potentially have been native to India. Yes, it was. Yeah, it was more widespread because obviously it was slightly different. Bigger feet. Yeah. Um, interestingly, over one and a half times taller than David Attenborough. Oh. Yeah. So I think I can't see any downside. But how tall is David Attenborough then? Uh, is he well, over six foot? He apparently he is. Looks like he is. Yeah. He's he's one point seven eight meters tall. So what is that? Yes. Yes. Do you know what that is in, nope. in feet? Right, okay. Anyway, so I cannot see a downside of having the Gigantopithecus roaming. I think it's just under two, six feet, by the way. Oh, well, maybe about six foot. It's about six foot. Um, of them roaming the countryside, the, the world. There's no downside to it. I just think it would be an incredible thing to have one of these gentle giants... Um, back in existence so that's my first pitch thank you very much Do, would you agree would you like that the cat woke up then when yep, you clapped okay. um, yep I think Gigantopithecus would be an interesting one just mainly because it's an interesting word to say it is isn't it it's quite yeah. I've, I'm surprised I can actually say it I'm surprised you said it as well okay have you got one or should I go on to my next one so if I was to bring back any animal I think well, there's not much discussion around this but I would love to bring back the woolly mammoth Right, the one we've From been the talking about. Yeah, that I love woolly mammoths. Yeah, and I've even been thinking about how it potentially is possible to bring back a woolly mammoth. Right, I've been thinking about it a lot over time, and um, and yeah, I think I think that should happen because one of the big problems with cloning, because I think there's been a lot around cloning, and one of the first animals they always talk about cloning is a mammoth, don't they? Yeah. Uh, so it doesn't seem like it necessarily be that much of it could potentially happen. Hmm. Well, no, they have talked but about it. But you probably have, have to realistic. have a surrogate. Yes. And the surrogate would have a bit of trouble carrying a mammoth. Uh, well, you'd think so, wouldn't you? So it wouldn't be a true... In in the style of, of Jurassic Park, the, the dinosaurs aren't real dinosaurs. They aren't real dinosaurs huh? because their DNA is not pure. Oh, They're right, made you mean up that. Of animals. But they are real in existence. Uh, what do you mean, really, in existence? Well, the, the dinosaurs from Jurassic Park are real, but they're just not actual dinosaurs, is what you're saying? They're I'm not, saying... They're not... They're a hybrid. In in the Jurassic Park world... Yeah. But in the, the real world, They Jurassic haven't Park brought exists. back dinosaurs, right? They have brought back something that looks like dinosaurs. Yeah, I and agree. And that's the whole point. And yeah. if you brought back a mammoth... You're potentially not bringing back a mammoth. You're bringing back something that 
looks like a mammoth. It's not an actual mammoth. Yeah, I mean, there are ways that potentially could be done that you could bring it back as close to as possible. As close to as possible. If not exact. But my point being is if you have a surrogate, one, the surrogate might potentially reject the... What's inside but it? But wouldn't the surrogate? I don't know how that particularly works, but you'd need the big elephants that you spoke about earlier yeah. to be a surrogate, right? But they have talked about it, and because they found flesh and and hair for specifically because of finding frozen uh, specimens, um, there is much more of a possibility of them doing that. Have you ever considered they? cloning yourself? You know, I don't think the world's ready for two of me. I'm not. I get the ump with myself as it is. It, you know, unless if all the thing, unfortunate things that happen to me happen to the other person, I'm not interested. All right. Uh, but yeah, I'd bring back a mammoth. Would you clone yourself? Yeah. Would you? Maybe. Why? Because then if you went, oh, it's mini-me, it would be quite literally mini-me. Well, you'd like a little version of yourself? No. Oh, right. Why would it be mini you then if it was exactly well, the same? Well, because it'd have to be born, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah, all right, yeah. I see what you mean. <laughs> it'd just be the same me, it's not like 23 years younger. Yeah, we well, just have a child. That's what happens. You're mini me, aren't you? So that's. I'm not mini you. Well, you're not now, but you used to be. Um, so I'd bring back a mammoth. Okay. Because one, I love elephants, and two, they're just amazing creatures, and I'd like to make friends with one. Okay. No, I, I agree. I've seen I'd Ice Age, to, and I'd love to friendly. see. Uh, I'd love to see mammoths roaming, roaming the um, countryside again. Yeah, right, my like next one, Jubilee Park. Yeah, yeah, make it more interesting when you're out for a jog. Yep, heard a mammoth coming. Exactly. Um, megalodon. Yep. Right. Now, do we need to explain what a megalodon is? Because right. there's some things that I feel I like it's it's I think obvious, the other term for it is a mackerel shark, right? But it's basically a really prehistoric really shark on a huge scale. Really, really big. Yeah. However, isn't there a chance there's been, with Megalodon, there's been an argument of, we think it's extinct. Ah, so we cut, this is again straying into different territory here, but is, there's a flip side of it. And like you said, because of the oceans, I mean, what what... It's a specific type of shark as opposed to... So you get abnormally large animals. So you'll get... um, I was just watching a video of abnormally large animals like I do. And there was like a dog and a cow uh, that were miles bigger than they should have been. You know, there's always going yeah, to Maui's be something Yeah, pretty like, long. Look he's at his He's got his fed all the time. That's why people keep doing tricks with him and keep giving him food. Um, so... There is a there's a potential of there being a a uh, freakishly large shark, right? I, I wouldn't use the word freakishly. Well, you know, uh, abnormally because he's quite self conscious. Abnormally large shark, right? Right. But whether that would be classed as a megalodon, because a megalodon was a specific type. Now, the megalodon was thirty three point five feet long. That's the sort of rough measurement of it, which is like seventeen point nine meters long. Uh, incidentally, 10 times David Attenborough's, they were, like yep. feet to head. Um, again, like the Gigantopithecus, massive. Certainly would take the heat of normal-sized sharks, uh, which, even though they've got this reputation of being um, frightening and because and, uh, of films and such, uh, are beautiful. 
now with the exception perhaps of the goblin shark they are absolutely beautiful creatures and um, what's basking sharks aren't that beautiful either. they are but they're, they're more like wow like aren't they um they have that look about them um no teeth well yeah they've just got the sort of um mouth feathered sort of um, mouth skin flaps mouth <laughs> <laughs> mouth um but you know the obviously they are they get this bad rap for being uh, vicious and attacking people they don't do that. i mean that they are attacks um and quite often those attacks uh i think they're probably mistaking them for seals people sit on surfboards or people swimming because above a blow water looking up and you've i've seen lots of things about it if you could you often in, mistake people on surfboards for seals don't you and go and try and nibble at them yeah often often yeah. try and capsize them but that's just uh a reputation I'm trying to keep up. Um, so, yes, I got this sort of fixation with, and it would be a frightening, but an absolutely awesome sight. I've never seen a a whale, right? I've only seen ones in captivity, but I have. I'd love to go whale spotting, be out on the ship and see the absolute bulk and size of these creatures because they're absolutely incredible and within the water as well yeah. it's like effortless that's the only way they can reach those sizes because on land something that size would be too cumbersome it wouldn't be able to move about like that should we move on to my next one okay if that's right yep that's fine um, am so I going to have that then can we have a megalodon pack yeah sure okay, why not cheers. now I'm a little bit uncertain about my next one what I'd bring back because there's a number of things I'd love to bring back um, just to name a few woolly rhino would be a good one as well yeah you like your woolly big things yeah uh, saber tooth tiger yeah would be a really cool one Tasmanian tiger yeah would be another cool one um, but I think what I would love would be a triceratops right Yep. So something, right, okay. Like a big rhino-like dinosaur. Yeah. Yep. Just because they're cool. Were they herbivores? Yep. Yep, so that keeps it herbivores in that sort and of... herd animals, so we'd yep. have to have multiple of them. Yeah. Um, I like my herd animals, it appears. Yes, it does, by the look Because even my new fish are schooling fish. They are. And they're like, I like them in groups. In groups. Um, thank you for repeating every other word that I say. You're welcome. Oh, you didn't? That wasn't a repeat? <laughs> it wasn't. <laughs> no. Um... So yeah, I uh, I would quite like to bring back a t- triceratops because I think they'd be quite cool. Uh, just have wandering around. They could walk alongside the woolly mammoths. Uh, they could basically be like the they could be the ones without the coats. Hmm. They'd be mates. You think they'd, they'd yeah, be yeah? I reckon they'd be buddies. Yeah, a bit like I always picture rhinos and elephants to be buddies and hippos. Yeah, because they're, they're all grey. All grey. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I don't think hippos are friends with anybody. I think they're a bit of a nightmare. Other hippos. They? Yeah, I've got hippos. But pygmy hippos, though. Oh, pygmy hippos look all right. We saw one the other last week, didn't we? Yeah. Beautiful. Pygmy hippos are cute. Um, but I get a feeling that you want to move on to your next one. I don't have much more to say well, about no, that. Well, no, there's no more at present. As long as you can give me the Gigantopithecus and the Megalodon, I don't worry about anything else. There's a couple of things I'd like to get rid of. Should we go through quickly what we'd like to get rid of? Okay. Yeah. Right. Frogs and toads. Yep, I understand why. Right. All togs, uh, all togs, as I call them, because I don't like to differentiate between frogs and toads, so I call them togs, right? Yep. Um, did you know all toads are frogs, but not all frogs are toads? Anyway, <coughs> the ones that particularly I find... Like jacuzzis baffling, and hot tubs. Yeah. Cane toads. 
right? Yeah. Ooh. Annoyingly creepy, right? There's no reason to be that large. Uh, they're <laughs> like, bigger than them. <laughs> they're nightmarish animals of the devil. Uh, you know, they they are just horrendous. I can't I can't really look at togs, right? <laughs> I can't look at them. I got a glimpse of one at the zoo the other day, looking out or something. It, that was a toad, that one. Uh, but I find it really difficult. I, I've How got about a real the little kind of colourful frogs? I've, I'm a little bit better with so the, the old splendid arrow frog that got made extinct or what is become extinct. I can just about look at them because they're very small. I like the very small colourful ones. Yeah. But if they're green, I don't know what it is, but no. that, I'm not sucking that. I reckon that's probably your fault. Cane toads. Yeah, I agree with that. I think we both walked past one when we were uh, somewhere else on holiday and neither of us could look in that direction. Do you know where that was? thought of it. Yeah, I do realise that was in Animal Kingdom, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. Um, shall I go for one of mine? Yep. Yep. So now I've, I've got one similar... Yep. to you in the fact that I really don't like this kind of animal. So I would argue though with togs that they do serve a purpose in the fact that they, there's a lot of insects that they eat. Obviously insects are really good, mm. but sometimes if you just let them, we can get overrun with okay. them. Can we keep them small then? Keep the togs small. Yeah. But they need, some of them need to be bigger than the insects they're eating. Yeah, right. I think you should have a standardised a standard size and they should keep to that anything above that no okay um i'm not that keen on snakes no you're not especially yeah really really big ones okay ones that could eat me yep <laughs> uh, like anacondas and stuff yep. like the biggest snakes yep um terrifying because there's always stories about them eating alligators and there's mm-hmm. stories of them eating all these and the fact that they eat them whole as well there's yep. no chewing i can't stand the no chewing no yeah, and yet you can't sit next to your sister while you're eating, while she's eating, can you? If she ate everything, she spends whole, too much time chewing. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Now I, I I understand. I don't have a problem with snakes, and I have got a bit of a fascination with humongous snakes. Always have done. Hello, if I was near one, hello, uh, hello, <laughs> I say to him. If I was actually near one in the wild, it would be rather alarming. I don't think I'd be so comfortable with it then. Yeah. Um, Behind some glass, you're okay with. Last thing I want to bring up, I'm conscious of time, wasps. They're of no use. Uh, Lay eggs in other animals, which is horrible, despicable. Really shouldn't be able to do that. Uh, Maybe they should just make a law against it. Hang around picnics and pub beer gardens, uh, you know, which is what we have in England. Uh, Do they have pub beer gardens in in the US, say? Or is it bar gardens? If they have a pub. Yeah. Sometimes they, they have, a, they have such. an Irish pub or an English pub oh, right, or something like that. Well, basically, anywhere you're trying to sit in the sunshine and have a nice time. There's a garden that you drink beer absolute in, basically. A-holes. Huh? It's a garden you drink beer in. Yeah, exactly. Uh, they, part of they a They pretend pub. to be bees, but they're not bees, right? <laughs> um, they're in they're disguise. Not, they're not even in the bees league, right? The bees are great. Bees are fantastic. Bees won't mess about I think about you could say bees are A-list a and then wasps are not. Oh, well, it, it's kind of like you've got, you know, you, these you, you, know you see these celebrity programs, right? And you have the people that are the bees. They're the ones that don't class themselves as celebrities. They are just themselves. We class them as celebrities. Wasps. Like comedians. Yeah. Like wasps are the ones that um, are trying to be a celebrity. They're the Z-list celebra- celebrities that get pulled into these parties and try and 
um, get themselves in pictures and that, and really think that's the most important so, thing in the world. So wasps are bees are like feeders. the naturally funny comedians, the ones that are just good at their job, good at what they do. Bees, yeah. And then and then wasps are the ones that come in, and the only way they can be funny is by making fun. And not directly making fun, but yeah. like making fun to the upsetting point where they're people. really upset. They're the people. people that down the pub, ironically, down the pub when you're with your mates, is the one that thinks he's a stand up comedian that really isn't that funny at all and just us. annoys anybody. Yeah, it us. could be us, but you know, I um, don't lay my eggs in other people's bodies. <laughs> I've got one more, and this right. one's a controversial one. Right. This is one animal that probably should be extinct. Right. In the, not, the fact, not the fact that. Um, I don't like. I, I dislike them. I think they're fantastic animals, but it's a bit like a panda. They they need too much. They're too stupid. Right. That you just think, Go why is still alive? Um, koalas. Koalas. Koala, koala bears. Do you know a koala? Don't they don't they don't know how to drink. They what? don't. They don't understand how to drink. Hence the reason they don't. But they're uh, Australian, aren't they? Eucalyptus. They only eat eucalyptus. They do. Yeah. Yeah. They will only eat eucalyptus if it's on a branch. If it's not on a branch, they don't understand it. They don't eat it. So they're really, really stupid. They're really, really stupid. They've near enough all got chlamydia. Yeah, because didn't they give it to uh, One Direction when they were cuddling them over in Australia yep. once? Yep. Yep. <laughs> Wrong kind of cuddle though. Um. Yeah, and they're just they're just rather stupid and probably shouldn't exist, but everyone loves them much like a panda. I didn't realise. I didn't realise. I knew they ate eucalyptus leaves. I didn't realise they were that um, fragile of mind. When whenever you see someone feed a eucalyptus to a koala, they normally have it on a stick. Yeah, because otherwise so it looks it like a branch. It. No, if you just hand them a leaf, they'll just not understand that it's a eucalyptus. Wow, leaf. And they only eat that. Well, they're a bit like, yeah, with the bamboo. Do they only eat that? They only eat eucalyptus. Yeah, I'm yeah. pretty sure. But they're like one of the only animals that can eat eucalyptus. Yes. Yeah. Wow. No, I did not know koala, that. not whale. Koala. All oh, right. Also, <laughs> I thought whales could eat eucalyptus as well. Um, only when the branches are really low above the water. The So they're very similar in that respect. I mean, it's not an actual bear, is it? A koala bear anyway. Um, but... Like the panda. Oh, and they just fall out of trees. <laughs> they do fall out of trees, yeah. They fall out of trees and get injuries. But don't they fall out of trees because they eat fruit? So that might be... Uh, don't they eat fruit and get drunk? Oh, like, that might so be, it's stuff yeah. that, you know... But they fall out of trees, they get injured, and then they have to go to like the animal hospitals because they're falling out of a tree. Oh, idiots. Yeah, they are good idiots. They're great, right. but they're idiots. Well, they're on our... Look, they're in the grey part... So if they don't up their game, yeah, you know they could be going the way of the wasp, right? But if they just keep it going and they can't, and they try and at least try, that's lay what off, you want lay the animals the to do. Just, just try. Don't yeah. be, don't be stupid. Just try, and that goes for humans as well. Just try and be a better whatever you are. Yeah. But yeah, that's it. I that's think, it. I think that's, we've sorted all that out. I think we finished that episode. It's now extinct. That episode. <laughs> oh right. Um. Yeah. Someone will be dusting down that episode and and sort of looking at it and thinking, making up stories about what it really was or and all the rest of it, like they do in all these books. And then they listen to it and go, oh, no, it's just a pair no. of idiots. And, and they should have gone extinct like 
about 60 episodes before that. <laughs> Maybe 65 episodes before. Yeah, I couldn't remember how many we'd done 66. Right. So, um, just before we go on to anything else, last week's episode, Dad... On the run, yeah. On the run. What a fun episode that was. It was. It was a fun thing to do and a fun thing to listen back to. Personally, it was as well because obviously we were involved in it, but uh, it was a first for us because we did it uh, we had a version that was on YouTube, which had all the video as well in. We had three versions. I think there was the audio version, the podcast version. There was the... On YouTube alone, there was three versions. Oh, there was three versions on YouTube. So you had the podcast, you had the full... Because we videoed ourselves as the episode went out as well with uh, Becky and Sam, who participated in the On The Run mm-hmm. project. Um, so no, all in all, good good fun. Uh, Love like to do it again at one point. Number of people listen to it, but if you haven't listened to it already, like we've just said, there are multiple ways that you can listen to this that particular episode. There is the YouTube channel, uh, Father and Sundays. But if you go on to, it's, I appreciate it's a bit difficult to find the YouTube channel. Um, it's linked in the previous episode. If you go on to an only podcast platform, maybe if you go on fatherandsundays.com, um, on, there's links to it directly on there as well. And you can also just uh, watch it from there as well. But yeah, we've got multiple versions of it. One that's just purely us out and about. So you can listen to the episode. And if you actually want the visual aspects, you can go back and watch just the bits we're out and about. Or you can watch the entire episode because there's video of everything there. Yep. Um, but yeah, that's, that's, that was a lot of fun. I do. It, it's At some points um, during the audio, especially the audio, uh, you may believe you may run into a premium line because there's a lot of heavy breathing and not a lot of chat. And that's when usually when I've forgotten that it's we're supposed to be doing audio and I'm just... On the run. On the run. <laughs> yes, quite. Um, so, but yeah, that, that was that. Um, but the website, we did actually say about if you want more, include video and a couple more, just let us know. I haven't heard much, but we'll probably include it in some future episodes if it's relevant. We haven't done to this one. we do, yeah. Yeah. Um, website, great place, fatherandsundays.com. I'll say it again. All the episodes available on there. Also links to all the different podcast platforms. You can go on any podcast platform. Uh, merchandise on there on the store page. Contact us. You can send us a message. You can even do that via email. Um, but uh, yeah, just let us know. Any comments, complaints, suggestions, questions on there as yeah. well. Uh, but Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, you can like and follow us on there as well. And also leave your own comments. I'd very like to know, I'd very like to uh, know if people out there this uh, giant panda spooking baby panda spooking whether that's an actual thing or not so can you frighten a baby into being a male or a female you can in real life like, like of humans can you no no alright okay I'm going to say goodbye alright bye bye
it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.